What's up, everybody? It's your Draft Queens, Kate and Michelle, coming off of an electric weekend, a fun-filled divisional playoff round picture. Um, But we're going to get into that on Friday's episode, Michelle. Today's episode... As every Monday morning is meant to, it's best served over over ice with a nice cold brew. Uh, this is the huddle. This is the huddle, and it is our Monday roundup of all things sports. Michelle, how you doing? I'm doing good. I love you know. I think we got a good thing going here that we bookend the weekend with all things football and then all things other sports on on Monday. Um, feels like a pretty good rhythm we got going here. Yeah, I'd say we're pretty great if we're going to go ahead and pat ourselves on the back on a Monday morning. <laughs> I think, uh, and everybody, everybody listening, go ahead, pat yourself, say, pat yourself a, on the back. That's a really good way to start your Monday off. Mondays can be tough. So you know what? Give yourself a pat on the back. You've made it. You're listening. You're up. You're at an Adam on a Monday. Good for you. Yeah, if you can. So can you actually like pat yourself physically on the back? Yeah, the way you're doing it, oh my god, it's sometimes I do wish people saw us on video because you just reached in the most awkward way. You gotta like take your arm and go cross across your body, not yeah, like right over the <laughs> same shoulder that you're using the hand of. Well, I can oh. do both. I could pat myself on the back either way. Oh wow. Okay. Were you practicing this before we got on the mic this morning or what? I've been practicing for hours. I've been up <laughs> since five AM practicing patting myself on the back to get uh, ready for this intro to the huddle that, today. <laughs> that does not surprise me. And those that don't know, you might be listening to the huddle at eight AM, but don't you fear, Kate's been up since five AM and texting me. Yes, that's right. As I do. Good morning <laughs> to all. Uh but extra good morning to you, Michelle, because here we are uh talking about the biggest headlines of the past week or so. Um, this week, as any week, we have headlines. Um, again, we're not going to talk about football today, so stay tuned for Friday, but these headlines are more everything else that's been happening. So, <laughs> more everything that's going on. Yeah, exactly. Everything exactly. in the world. Everything in the world of sports. Um, you know, I have my handy dandy timer to put Great. 60 seconds on the clock. Love it. Um, do we want to do this? I feel like I didn't really give us a ramp into this episode other than trying to pat myself on the back. Well, keep patting yourself on the back. Uh, Yes, I think we should get our 60 seconds going. I will say uh, at a brief glance, these are very wordy and long headlines. Mm. And since we only have 60 seconds, I think we should try to get through this. Let's uh, make like an auctioneer and try and move fast. I've got 60 seconds on the clock. And don't shake your head at me for saying that. (laughs) Oh, my God. That is just terrible. Okay. (laughs) 60 seconds on the clock. Uh, As soon as I count you down, you take that first headline. You ready? Yes. All right. In three, two, one, huddle. The Tampa Bay Rays proposed a plan to split the season between Florida and Montreal, which has been rejected by Major League Baseball. The New York Nets' Kyrie Irving has been 525 k for directing obscene language towards a fan. Penn will work with the NCAA to support transgender athlete Leah Thomas's participation at swimming and diving championships. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers coach Bruce Arians was fined 50 k for striking safety Andrew Adams. Sources say that the NHL will stop testing asymptomatic players and staff for COVID-19. On the 47th day of the Major League Baseball lockout with transactions frozen, free agent Carlos Correa has hired Scott Boris for representation. Andy Murray suffers a disappointing defeat against Taro Daniel at the Australian Open, which kicked off down under last week. Uh, NBC will not send announcing teams to, well, Beijing for, what, what? I'm skipping this one. What is that? Oh my that? God. 
For the first time ever, Jamaica is competing in three bobsled events. The four-man, the two-man, and the woman's monobob. Okay, I fucking botched that last one. First of all, monobob, great word. We have to come back to that. I assume that's just a single-person bobsled, but monobob? Love it. Great name and love the Jamaican bobsled team, so I look forward to them in a record-breaking three competitions this year for the Winter Olympics. Um... The headline I botched. Can we go back to that for a second? Please. Yes. It says NBC will not send announcing teams. Announcing. Like, like they are not sending announcers. Like they're not sending their staff there. Announcing teams. Oh, announcing teams. Those words go together. So not sending announcers. God, sometimes, sometimes (laughs) journalism headlines are like so stupid. Just say (laughs) announcers. Just say announcers. very fair, very fair. But I was like, what are you tripping over here? I could see where you got a little confused there. But I, look, we always try to bring, uh, you know, we're now we're now getting very close to the Olympics. So, you know, soon we'll have a lot more coverage on that. But we try to make sure we at least pepper in some of the latest and greatest. So I thought this one was interesting because I think they sort of did this during the Summer Olympics too. They had very few staff actually there for the events. And a lot of it was done remotely. Obviously, that was, you know, at kind of like peak COVID time. So I guess I'm semi-surprised by this headline. Um, I think I'm semi-surprised too. Uh, I'm semi-surprised. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. I'm only semi-surprised because there's a lot of teams that are not announcers, but like actual people who are competing who are not being sent. So setting the precedent from the athletes and then expanding outwards to the media outlets. Fair. Makes sense to me. So uh, speaking of teams and uh, who will be participating, I love this Jamaica headline. I mean, it never gets old. It never gets old talking about the Jamaican bobsled team and cool runnings and how great. It never gets old, ever. So to me, this was super cool because this actually is like a historic event for Jamaica Three different bobsled events, four-man, two-man, and then as we've talked about, the women's monobob, which honestly, I watch a lot of Olympics, and I've never heard of the monobob. Is this a new thing? I don't understand. Uh, I don't know. It sounds like a fancy new hairstyle, too, like a monobob, <laughs> you know? I got to look this up. Monobob. Like, I don't feel like I've ever heard it t- referred to that way. Oh, wait, look, I am seeing this. Winter Olympics. What is monobob? New event, which, okay. <gasps> a new event. Okay, see, I knew I wasn't crazy. Winter, uh, what is monobob? It's a new event which sees athletes reach up to 75 miles per hour. Wow, that's V-fast. What the fuck? What happens if you fall? Well, you don't fall, but you could crash. Well. That's what's scary. That's crashing at 75 miles an hour. I mean, but you could crash at 75 miles an hour in a three-man or a four-man bobsled race, too. You know what I Like, I guess they could pad the, uh, I mean, look, bobsled and, like, luge and stuff, that shit's real fast. Like, you're a yeah. daredevil if, if you're in those competitions. Yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of the luge, but I think bobsled is very, very similar. So, yeah, I wonder if you go faster in a monobob or a two-man bob. Why don't they call it a quadrabob for four? <laughs> Like, I got to get on the phone with whoever did the branding oh, for the man. bobsleds. I don't know, but I do feel like this is something we should put a little asterisk next to. And when we have, ne- and, and eventually when we do some more coverage on the winter games, including new events, a- mm. i.e., the monobob, we can probably dive into this a little bit 
more. So some good news on the Winter Olympics front, some bad news. I think that's just the way of the world. So there you have it. Yeah, we, we've we also got, like, let's uh, good news, bad news. We've got a lot of bad news in this week's headlines. Um. <laughs> it's so hard. I mean, like, real talk, not to get on a soapbox about this, but, like, going through and doing the research for this week over week for us is really challenging to not find negative headlines. So many headlines are negative unless it's some, like, so-and-so won the World Series. So-and-so won the championship. Like, they yeah. only highlight the peak-peak stuff. I'm sure there's other good things going on. But, like, so many of the headlines are negative. It's really mm-hmm. hard to, like, bring some excitement into this sometimes. Well, like, here are a select few, right? Like, just going down our list here. We've got Andy Murray losing in the Australian Open. And the word that was used... I'm just going to... As a journalism major uh, in college, I'm just going to call out journalism. Disappointing? I know it's disappointing, but he's probably disappointed. Leave the guy alone. Just say that Andy Murray lost the the Australian Open. But on the flip side of the coin, there's plenty of people that won their matches in the U.S. Open. But when you go, uh, sorry, in the Australian Open, but like notably when you go through to do the research, the headlines, the lead stories are the losers, not the winners. Yeah, Yeah, the clickbaity losers. There's more. (sighs) There's more. Oh, lest I forget. Uh, Kyrie Irving is still an asshole and apparently was directing obscene language towards a fan for 25K. This guy can fuck right off of my team. I do not like him. What's his problem? Why does he have to go ahead and do that? Uh, I don't know, but I will say that I know that I know specifically that the NBA it takes this stuff really seriously. I, I'm sure that many leagues do, but I, I know the NBA takes this really seriously. Like they 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 do this on both sides of the coin. They don't give Kyrie or any player like special treatment if they're an asshole to a fan then they get in trouble. Like, you, you're not on some, you know, uh, untouchable list because you're a player and not, you know, and, and, and not a fan. However, you know, they do they do try their best. It's obviously a lot easier to single out one player on the court versus a fan when they're clearly yelling shit that they shouldn't be. But they do take it really seriously and try to yeah. get those people out of the stands when things reach a level that they shouldn't be at, you know? And so, mm-hmm. I mean... Look, I get frustration and I get competition and I get there's probably people yelling shit at him. Okay, but you're Kyrie Irving and you are on the court. You need to bite your tongue. Sorry. Do you want to hear the exchange? I have the quote. Oh, okay. Well, that was some very quick journalism. Yeah, I am a journalism major, Michelle. I'm (laughs) technically a journalist. Okay. Uh, So the, the incident occurred with four minutes and 19 seconds remaining in the second quarter of Brooklyn's eventual 114-107 to loss uh, to the Cavs. And so uh, there was a fan who was heckling Kyrie and said, you need LeBron James? Where's Kevin Durant? Obviously, good banter. It's the Nets. They're not playing. And then Kyrie said, got y'all a championship and motherfuckers still ungrateful. (laughs) You know, okay. So That's kind of funny, actually. It's actually really funny. So at first I was going to say, okay, the fan didn't use any ob- obscene words, but it's a dig for sure. Yeah. I don't think Kyrie gets fined if he doesn't use the word motherfucker. Like, that's where he got fined. And honestly, he didn't... Uh, 
Again, this headline says directing obscene language. I mean, yes, that's not a good word. I understand. Journalists, but like, man. But it's, it's not the worst thing he could have said back to this fan either. It's just a... It's kind of funny. So I actually, I'm taking back what I said. Kyrie Irving, you're still an asshole, but not for this. <laughs> fair, fair. Um, should we just continue to rain on everyone's parade and talk about sure. how Bruce Arians, I'm going to look into this too, but head coach of the Tampa Bay Bucks, Bruce Arians, was fined 50K for striking safety Air- Andrew so, Adams. So did you not, did you not see this unfold? I actually did not. No. Okay, so while you're looking it up, if you if you want to color it in, but I can give I can give a little context mm-hmm. here. So um, th- definitely things got a little heated between the Bucks and the Eagles last week. Um, one of the more notable things that happened, I don't remember which player it was, so I'm not going to pretend I know. But someone on the the Eagles defense, like after a play, got all up in Tom Brady's face, kept pushing him after the play. We all know that you don't cross Tom Brady. That's not going to go well. And so there were already, like, some pretty high tensions going on. And then there was Mm. another sort of kerfluffle that ended up happening. And Andrew Adams on the um, Bucks was sort of, like, going to get in the mix. And Bruce Arians was like, like, no, like... don't get in the mix of this thing. And that's what I saw of him, like, kind of hitting him to be like, dude, get out of it. Like, don't do that. Um, that's how I saw it go down anyway. From what I'm seeing here, um, it's similar. This article from ESPN is saying that Arians was attempting to remove Adams, who is trying to pull a player out of a pile after he muffed a punt by Jalen Rager, uh, yes. which would have drawn a penalty. Uh, and then Arians is seen slapping Adam's helmet hard with an open <laughs> hand and then elbowing him. So, I mean, is that worth a $50,000 fine? I don't know. I mean, they say it like he like was on the sideline, like, you know, punishing him for a bad play. Like he's a child. Like, I mean, if I'm Bruce Arians, like, I don't want my guy in there either. Cause if he does something stupid, he gets like kicked out of the game or suspended or yeah. whatever. I, don't be done. Don't I be he was dumb. trying to, like, save his guy. Yeah, Bruce Arians is telling his guy, don't be dumb. And meanwhile, he's getting hit. I don't know. I, well, I his, quote, his quote to defend himself was, quote, I'll appeal it. It ain't got nothing to do with the game, so we're good. That's what he said. Uh, <laughs> the NFL's quote in, a, I would assume, like, their press release uh, said that he displayed contact, contact, bleh, bleh. he displayed conduct directed towards your player that fell below standards expected of an NFL head coach. I mean, okay, hey, look, you know what? You got to okay. keep people in. You got to keep people in check. It's it is similar to what I'm saying about you know Kyrie. It like at the end of the day, I don't think that these guys really care about the money, which sort of defeats the purpose, I suppose. But it is the league's you know sort of instituting and sticking to you know quality control, basically. So mm-hmm. they got it. Mm-hmm. They got to do it. Okay. I wanted to, so we're talking about uh, the Bucks and the Eagles, and this got me thinking about something that led us to what we're going to talk about on Drafts on Drafts. I feel like you, I'm going to get there, follow, follow the, the, the moving dot Oh here. my gosh, I'm going to follow the breadcrumbs. Okay, keep yeah, going. Follow the breadcrumbs. So the Bucks played the Eagles last week. The Eagles have one of the two Kelsey brothers on their team, Jason Kelsey. So Jason played against the Bucks early in the day, and his brother, Travis, was playing later on in his playoff game. 
there was this whole thing going on on social media about Travis Kelsey and ja uh, Jason Kelsey's mom trying to get to both games in the same day. So like this woman, oh my God. this woman is, is in Tampa Bay to support Jason. Sorry for her. They lost whatever, but good mom being there and then had to get her little butt to Kansas city to watch Travis play. So, First of all, I thought it was like the cutest thing ever and something That's I'm not like very adorable. Right. So it's not something that I usually think about, but that like was super adorable. And then when I was watching the Cowboys game, I don't remember which order these things happened in, but whatever. I'm watching the Cowboys game and they're showing on TV Stefan Diggs in Dallas after playing the day before and winning in Buffalo. And now he's in Dallas to support his brother, Trayvon Diggs, who's playing for the Cowboys that day. But wait. Where are you going with this? I was going to say, this is adorable, but where are you going with this? So where I'm going with this is, like, I didn't realize how many different siblings there were across sports teams, across leagues, whatever. This just got my head thinking, like, oh, my gosh, I can't even imagine. Like, these, these people can't, you know, be in two places at once. How did this mother go and watch both of her sons play? Blah, blah, blah. So I thought maybe it would be fun on Drafts on Drafts to talk about these brothers that you know happen to play together in the ah. nfl but also talk about some of the other ones there's a there i think there's well i have done a little research spoiler alert we'll, we'll get into it on wednesday but there's a lot more than you think some are active some are not active but it just got my head thinking because hmm. little mrs kelsey was running around trying to get to two playoff games last weekend honestly and props to her both your boys are in the playoffs that's pretty damn good um, yeah, first of all, she's done pretty fucking well for herself. <laughs> and shout out to all the moms and pops out there who are running from game to game, trying <laughs> to make it there for their kiddos. Um, I think that's a cool topic. Let's let's uh, let's talk about it on Wednesday for Drafts on Drafts. What do you say? I'm, I'm game. I think that, uh, that, yes, that wraps us up then, I think, for the huddle today. All right. Well, uh, we'll see you on Wednesday. Grab your beers and let's talk about siblings. 